it's Friday, February 4th. I'm Daniel Williams, and this is the MGMA Week in Review, where each week we bring you some of the most important, interesting, and inspiring stories happening in healthcare leadership and medical practices today. We begin this week with another article on the Great Resignation. As compensation competition continues, medical group leaders say staff turnover is not yet easing up. This article first appeared on MGMA.com. While burnout in the COVID-19 pandemic's impacts prompted many healthcare workers to quit their jobs in 2021, staff exits from medical groups last year were driven by rising levels of compensation inside the industry and beyond. A February 2nd MGMA stat poll found that better pay and benefits at another organization was the top cause of medical practice staff turnover last year. This was followed by burnout, other, and retired or left the workforce. Some more details about the reasons, staff leaving temporarily to care for family members, desire for remote job opportunities instead of in-person work, and relocation because of a spouse or partner's job change amid the great resignation. The impacts of the tight labor market are still being felt intensely by group practice leaders who responded to this poll. As 41% said staff turnover rates worsened in the past quarter, also Seasonally adjusted data on quits levels from the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics showed sustained levels of quits in the healthcare and social assistance industry, as reported in last week's Week in Review. This ranged from as low as 500,000 quits in December of 2021 to a peak of 592,000 quits in November of last year. Estimates from late 2021 suggest the U.S. healthcare sector saw 18% of all staff quit a job since the pandemic started in early 2020. A final thought about this latest report, this ongoing exodus of healthcare workers, it adds strain to an industry that is still working to address the surge of COVID-19 cases caused by the spread of the Omicron variant which created a perfect storm of patient demand spikes and worker shortages during the winter holidays. You can read this entire report on mgma.com slash data slash data stories. I'll also leave a link to the article in the uh, episode's podcast notes. Also, if you wanna have your voice heard in healthcare, and be part of this effort. Sign up for MGMA STAT by texting STAT to 33550 or visiting mgma.com STAT, where you really can make your voice heard in our weekly polls. And as a reminder, polls will be sent to your phone via text message. Our next content looks at some regulatory news, as you know, in the medical and healthcare sector. There's a lot of information, a lot of news taking place in the regulatory aspect of it. Last Friday, MGMA sent a letter to Congress urging for the 
following priorities to be considered while they negotiate the upcoming February funding legislation. They asked to extend Medicare sequester relief beyond March 2022. They asked to continue telehealth flexibilities through at least 2024. They asked to extend the alternative payment model 5% bonus. They asked for an update to the qualifying participant threshold. And finally, they asked to delay implementation of the good faith estimate and advanced explanation of benefits requirements. MGMA and hundreds of other leading organizations wrote to Congress asking for a pathway to comprehensive permanent telehealth reform. At the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic, Congress and the administration acted quickly to expand Medicare telehealth, allowing millions of beneficiaries access to virtual care. These flexibilities hinge on whether the COVID-19 public health emergency is in effect, leading to uncertainty surrounding how long these waivers will remain. The letter urges Congress to continue all current telehealth waivers through December 31st, 2024, allowing time to collect the necessary evidence needed to support permanent policy. If you want to keep up with all of the latest healthcare, regulatory, and advocacy news, go to mgma.com slash advocacy. I'll leave you this week with an article on the mental health of physicians. This article first appeared in the Boston Globe. It was written by Dr. Susan Hatta, who is an associate program director for the Mass General Hospital and the co-director for the Wellness for the Mass General Hospital for Children. Depression and anxiety have always been occupational hazards for doctors, Hatta writes. A systematic review of 31 studies published in the Journal of the American Medical Association found that 29% of practicing physicians reported depression, a rate twice that of U.S. adults. Recent studies suggest that rates of depression and anxiety have increased among medical trainees since March 2020, with nearly half of this group now having depression or anxiety. It's not just doctors who are experiencing a mental health crisis in this pandemic. Americans of all backgrounds have reported mental health struggles, along with barriers to seeking care, such as lack of access to treatment and overcoming the stigma of mental illness. For physicians, however, there is also an actual legal barrier in many states to receiving effective treatment for their mental health needs. State medical licensing boards often ask invasive questions about mental health before granting a license to practice, a habit that has been shown to deter physicians from seeking treatment. Hatta writes that, I have heard many doctors share their hesitation to seek counseling or medication for even mild anxiety or depression due to fear this would impact their medical license. One colleague who gave me permission to share this story confided that she was suffering from such anxiety that she was struggling to eat or sleep. When I asked if she had spoken with her doctor about finding a therapist and getting treatment for the anxiety, she said she had not in large part because of licensing concerns. 
My state asked about mental health history on the licensing application, the friend said. If I have to disclose this the next time I renew my license, I'm afraid I might not be able to practice. This story is all too familiar, but there is a promising development. It's the recent passage of a bipartisan bill which funds advocacy about best practices to promote physician mental health, such as changing state medical licensing practices, and it gives $150 million over three years to mental health referral and treatment programs for physicians. Additionally, groups such as Emotional PPE and National Alliance on Mental Health are working to expand healthcare workers' access to mental health treatment. And as more physicians share their mental health struggles, the stigma around seeking treatment will continue to lessen. You can keep up with the latest industry news by subscribing to the MGMA Insights newsletter at mgma.com slash insights newsletter. If you have a healthcare story that you want to share with us, contact us. You can email us at podcasts at mgma.com or you can find me on Twitter at MGMA Daniel. This has been the MGMA Week in Review. I'm Daniel Williams. Thanks, stay safe, and have a great weekend.